Good morning, Randy Doyle Podcast. Another day, another dollar. We've got a special guest on uh, today, but before we jump into uh, introducing our guest, Chris, what's up? Uh, not much. You know, it's uh, like you said, it's another day. Um, busy Wednesday morning, getting this thing going. So, yeah, my phone is your phone blowing up already this morning. A little bit, you know. I was getting uh, I was getting messages around six fifteen this morning. Uh, people asking about our training. So my, my, my days sometimes uh, start early and end late. Yeah, I hear you. I was the same way. I was up making notes for this last night, and then this morning early, it just, man, I mean, social media pop, but a lot of stuff going on. Hey, nice ceiling fan. So, it's, uh, you know, we both need a couple new shirts, dude, because we're getting bored on the shirts. I actually had a new one today, but I've got to go out and do some – got to go uh, out and prep some cars and start getting ready for this weekend. So – with that being said, uh, last week we had a busy week. Um, it was it was Diane was down with our new granddaughter uh, in Virginia or over in Virginia. Uh, she won't be back until tomorrow. Tomorrow, right? Part, yeah. Hey, Randy, what part of Virginia is she uh, is she in? I meant to ask you. That. I meant to call you and ask you. She, uh, they are in uh, Portsmouth, Virginia. They and Delaney's actually that's my home. That's my home stumping grounds. So. Is it really? Yeah, so I'm sure you've seen the signs, but I'm from a city called Newport News. Oh, yeah. It was drove by, by and around it, you know, many times while I was there. So yep. that's cool. I had no idea. I thought you were a Florida native. See? No, I'm born and raised in Virginia. So. Already, already, already learning more about you already. So <laughs> we had a busy week, and I'll tell you, I, I called Diane on Friday night when we were done with training, and I, I told her I have a great appreciation for the millions of little things she does for training because – you know, we had to carry the whole the whole thing through, and it went out great. But you know, you know what I learned? I learned that I really missed teaching interiors. I had a blast with Ooh. interior. Uh, it was a lot of fun. There's the class from last week, and we, we had a great week, great class, and uh, it was just a good time. So this weekend, Chris, we got something. You know, are you coming back up here Saturday? You bet. Okay, so you want to tell, tell everybody what's going on for Saturday? Yeah, Mason we got our. Uh, we got our extreme one-day training uh, taking place at seven locations nationwide. Uh, we've got Auburn, Indiana, uh, Long Branch, New Jersey, Melbourne, Florida, um, Buford, Georgia, which is right outside Atlanta, and then uh, San Antonio, Texas, Scottsdale, Arizona, and then of course Big Bear, California. And we yeah. should be we should be training upwards of around sixty guys this weekend. That's cool. You know, and, and the thing, you know, is that, you know, I was going to talk about this. We're, we're wrapping up year 60 for PNS, and we, ha we had this vision. Um, you know, it took us a, a, a couple, two, three years to really get it off the ground, and it's still, we're still building on it. But to, to represent, because that training and our five-day training, we have a lot of product lines in. I mean, we've got a, so many great product partners that we partner with in the five-day. But in this one day, it's all, you know, it's all Team PNS and, and Double Black. And I really think that we're the I think we're the only right now. There's a lot of people launching, you know, trying to go this direction. But we are the first to do that. This level of training nationwide all in one day. And I'm really proud of that because it takes a lot of work. It's taking a lot of work on, on your part, Chris. And I know, Mark, you've been involved with Justin down at the training center. Are you going down this weekend? Yeah, no, unfortunately, I got a um, we've got an event that we got to do with Porsche down in South Florida. One of their uh, drive excellent events. So uh, we'll be South Florida. Actually, I leave tomorrow morning, and we'll uh, the 
car the transporters arrive, unload all the cars tomorrow, and we'll be down there until Sunday morning. But I do plan on swinging by and seeing Justin on the way back up. So right on. Well, you've been involved with our training centers down there a lot, you know, and and uh, oh yeah, it's a real good time. Good time, just training people and teaching them about the industry. Pretty cool. It's a pretty cool yeah. event. And now that it's you know it's really gone truly nationwide, well, you know all all four corners uh, in in the middle, uh, all over the place on the west. So it's pretty exciting. So uh, yeah. hey, so 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 uh, Mark, um, you know, introduce yourself, man. Tell 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 everybody who you are and what you're about. Yeah. All that good stuff. Um, Mark Elliott, Jacksonville, Florida is where I'm at. Been here for the last 17 years. Um, anyway, the name of my company is Firehouse Auto Spa. Some people might know us, some people don't. You know, we're kind of low key, kind of, you know, I mean, we, you know, we, we like to folk, you know, uh, show our work a lot, but, you know, sometimes we just get focused on the business and we don't really post a lot on social media. But when we do, we get a lot of interactions, we get a lot of, uh, inboxes and stuff like that. So we try to stay on top of it. But Firehouse Auto Spa, we specialize in um, uh, detailing, ceramic coatings, PPF, window tent, um, dent removal, rim repair. Basically, we were like a one-stop shop where you just bring your car in, get everything done, write one ticket, have to deal with one person, and, and keep moving. So, You know, <laughs> you might not realize this. There's a picture of you uh, over the corner of our shop. I brag about you quite a bit. Uh, just about not not just you as an individual because you're a great guy, great human. Um, but you know the way that you've gone about a what you do for your day gig, you know, is pretty cool. We'll go into that here in a second. Yep. But how you've transitioned from from having a full time career into building this 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 empire that you've built. I mean, because you really have done that. So why detailing? What what took you down the path of detailing? Um, I mean, I, it's something I did young, you know, very young. I enjoy, always enjoyed working on cars. I used to do it for family members. But then when I got into the firefighting thing, I realized that detailing was more therapeutic for me. Um, and I started enjoying it more and more and more. So um, I continue to do it. I continue to do my firefighting career and I continue to come here and, and, and what I like to call it, do some therapy. So that's that's cool. And so, hey, you know, I, I'll ask this to you and Chris both. I don't think we've ever asked this. Going back because you did start as a kid. So many of us did, right? Yeah. Was there a car in your childhood that kind of started the passion for vehicles for you? Was there one car that stands out that you had contact with that kind of kind of got that bug started? It was. And it's funny thing is that car came through uh, through our shop about two weeks ago. And I had an opportunity to actually buy it, and I passed on it. Uh, actually, I won't say I passed on it, but I kind of waited a little bit because you know, you know, we're, you know, we just opened a new new location, and I'm I'm looking at things, and I'm like, well, if I buy that car, I could put more money into doing more stuff at our new location. So I was kind of hesitating, and uh, the guy was like, well, look, you know, I'm just telling you now, I sold the car, but uh, if you ever want me to find you one, I will. But it's a uh, it's an old Mustang. Uh, like a fat hatchback, uh, it called the Fox body. And yep. there, there was, there was somebody, you know, there was a guy in our neighborhood. I remember, uh, he was a paraplegic and this guy had a black, uh, uh, Mustang like that. And it was, you know, black, uh, black Mustang. It's the hatchback version, but anyway, and I always loved it. It was a 5.0 and it always sounded good. And I, 
I always said, man, this, this guy, you know, is paralyzed and he has this very nice car. So I always, you know, he let me wash it a few times for him, but he was real. He loved washing it too, but that was a car I love, honestly. So, well, we you know. have, we have that in common because uh, Mustangs was it for me too, but my, mine went back a little further to the sixties, but my dad used to, when we were driving around, he'd be like, oh, there's a 66, there's a 68. He would, he would teach me the differences between the two. Mm-hmm. So that started it for me. You, you want to hear something funny? I am too. It, my, my first one was a Mustang. So my, 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 when my dad took off and left my mom, the, the parting gift was a 66, which is the same year I was born. 66 coupe, uh, aqua blue, uh, with an aqua blue interior. And I remember sitting in that car, and it didn't, by the time that I really came of age, but it ran, but then my brother, my oldest brother, took it as kind of his first car, and he, he really hunked it up. But I, I, remember, I remember sitting in that car and just being able to push the buttons and, and, you know, a couple times starting it up. And it was such a cool car, right? I mean, so, wow, that's ironic that all three of us, not planned, not even on the notes. No, no, definitely not, but yeah. So, you know, here's another funny factor is you look at Bob Phillips, right? Uh, and, 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 Mark, do you recall what our nickname is for him? I don't. <laughs> Ice. Uh, and, 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 and when you said 5.0, I had this vision of, you know, Bob Phillips <laughs> with vanilla. Bob's going to kill me if he's listening, but you know, and it's funny, Bob, you know, here's, here's your team because you, you know, Mark, you've been real involved with team PNS for a long time since the, since the beginning of double yeah. black. And, uh, that kind of leads us to the next question is SEMA, MT, AFO, you, you, you've done, I mean, we just saw you up at McCall's you've been. You've been so hyperactive in the industry, really, since the get-go. How important has all of that been to you? And, and going to these events and meeting other people and networking, there's a, there's a picture of you on the wing of Air Force One. You know, how, how important has all this been? And, you know, what would you tell people about going to these events? I think it just, it just keeps you relevant in the industry. And, it, you know, you got so many people now. Where we, we live in a time, I mean, all of us are pretty, you know, we got, we got some age on us, but we live in a time where we didn't have social media and we couldn't portray for lack of better words, we couldn't portray. Uh, it was either, it was either your work spoke for, for what you did basically. You know what I mean? Like actions, basically actions speak louder than words, but now we live in a time where people can put on facades and you can see these beautiful shops and you can see, you know, people cranking out different cars and, you don't know if it's true or not. And I think, you know, just walking around the industry and actually just being there, meeting people, always showing your face and just showing that you're active in the industry. I think it's just more, like I said, the actions speak louder than words, you know? Um, you get to know people, you know, right. truly, you get to truly, and, and I'll tell you a great story that goes right off that is that Paul, that's with Chemical Guys, we had somebody in between us that was kind of feeding both of us bad information and, you know, I never met Paul, but I was hearing he didn't like me, and Paul never met me, and he was hearing I didn't like him. Well, then Paul and I meet, and we actually really like each other. The guys, <laughs> uh, the guys are really intriguing guys. A smart guy. Uh, right. I love his personality. I love the way he chases life. It was the dead opposite of what we had somebody feeding us, and 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 he was very real. He's very likable. All these things that I heard he was, and he is. And so it can go the opposite direction. It will, you, you know, I, you said something amazing is that, Hey, I can't always post stuff up because we're busy. But, you know, I tell people I was a late bloomer. I didn't come into, even though I was involved in the early, early, early forums of the industry, 
Um, really, there had been a, a movement online for years before I got involved because I was too busy making money, mm -hmm. you know. And and sometimes, sometimes I wonder how these these people have time to 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 get and put post up all over the place. And they're supposedly so busy. I know there's no way we could do it. Right. There's no way we could do it. Right. And and at these events, it gives you time to develop your own opinion of people that are at these events. And, and a lot of times they're great people. A lot right. of times they're great people. I think, you know, a lot of times you go to these events and, you know, you just meet people and, and you know, when you see them again, you could, you see them and you just talk to them like, like there wasn't a break in the last time you saw them. You know what I mean? It's like you just finish where, you know, the conversation just be like, hey, how's the family doing? You know, I've known you long enough. I've seen all your children grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, right. You know, um, so, I, I mean, that's this part. And then also, just going to these events and, and learning something. And you might not learn something at the actual event, but you can learn something from somebody that you meet. Um, and that's what I try to do is just learn something about business from anybody that I meet and just go in with an open mind and then come back motivated to make money. So, You know, it, it's funny because here you and I, we start out, you know, uh, you know, teacher, student. Uh, and now when I'm around you, you know, you started, we'll get into your empire here in a bit. But, you know, seeing you up in Monterey, you couldn't accept our invite. To go to Monterey this week, this this year, because you were so busy with one of your new companies, and, right. and here's how it works: we were able, we got a call. Uh, who, who, who was it? Rolls Royce or? Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was Rolls Royce. Yep. And so we passed that contract on to you because you know we it wasn't our thing. So right. you know the relationships at events go it goes much for yeah learning. Learning is probably the key because you know when I'm around you and, and and other people I really respect. You know, here I am. How old are you? Uh, 40. So 40. So, you know, I'm 15 years older than you. Mm -hmm. and, and I, man, dude, I'm like a suction cup around you guys. <laughs> you guys start talking, you know, I mean, I don't know it all, but I get to know a lot more being around all you. Right. Because right. The different opinions and the different things and all the testing and te AB testing and the things that people do. If, man, it's oh, so the different experiences and the yeah. opportunities that they have in their markets and stuff. So, you know, going to these, roll, roll into this, you know, you come to training, you and I immediately have got a friendship built. I remember at one time, and I tell the story, and, and, and I don't know if I've got it right these years later, but you came to me and said, hey, I think I'm going to, you know, possibly leave my job as a firefighter. You remember yeah. having that conversation? Yeah, man, I, think I, I think I had... Now I have 13 years, but I think I had, well, 13 years in Jacksonville fire department, but I think I was like four years in or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. And I fought you. I was like, man, no, you don't, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, you yeah. got to stick with it, you know, and yeah. it, it, it's, I just having somebody that will give you the other side of the story that they've learned. And it comes both from young and old. You don't have to be, it's not that I'm older than you. It's just, I've got different experiences. And, and it's the same, man, I just don't see age as a, as an issue. Matter of fact, I had a little, we had a little burst out and I might go live today later and kind of, kind of share my opinions on something yesterday. If somebody, you know, call me out for not calling him back or some bullshit like this. And I tell people, Hey man, you know what? Nobody owes anybody anything. You owe yourself. Right. But when you build strong relationships and, and the, the possibilities of learning from each other. It's not that I'm old. It's not that you're young. I think that people at my age that judge younger people for being, oh, they're lazy. Oh, man, you are you are short-sighted, dude. And anybody that judges somebody for being young, older, 
and not a value is just as big an idiot is that there's young people that are like yourself that are brilliant. There are old people that have got wisdom that are brilliant. Now on the other side, there's absolute idiots in both of those categories too, right? You got to pick them out. So, so go into now roll into double black. You become real involved in double black, but not just double black at the shows, You've got a great relationship with Buff, Buff and Shine, so kind of go into both of those, you know, what what you've been able, what what it's yeah. done for you, and what you've done for us. I think, I mean, I think, you know, I mean, we're rolling Buff and Shine first because I kind of Buff and Shine came first, and then you know we we started the uh, whole Buff. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, Buff and Shine, and then we rolled into PNS uh, Double Black. Um, me and Justin, I mean, we kind of got involved with Buff and Shine. Justin would. Be, we met Julio at uh, MTE event, and uh, you know how Justin is. Justin's a great, you know, he, he just gets along with anybody, and he just he just knows the industry well as far as just educational wise, and you know he just he just him and Julio just hit it off. But you know the main reason why we went over there is because I was trying to tell him about some pads that I had tried, and I just tried them out on a whim. I think you know I was using another brand pad, and for some reason they didn't have that pad in stock, so I said, you know what, let me try these. And I tried them and I liked them. So I was, the main reason of going over to the booth to talk to Julio and them was just to tell Justin about the pads, kind of just show him about the pads and everything. Fast forward, you know, uh, you know, Julio and, and Justin hit it off. And then, you know, now we have, you know, him as a face of Buff and Sean. Um, but I think, you know, the, the, the best part about it is, you know, just building a reflection artist team. You guys got a picture of all of us up there now. Um, being able to just test the pads and be able to give something back to the industry. Um, Buff and Shine lets us test anything before it's released, uh, and, and they actually value our input on it. So if we say, hey, you know, we need it to be a little bit thicker or we need it to be a little bit more dense, um, you know, they go with it. Um, and then just to move into double black, you know, I believe in, in educating people on products at work. Um, you know, I'm not a big salesman and I tell all my customers that and knock on wood, we've never really had anybody come back and say, hey, look, you know, we want a refund because we feel like you sold a snake oil. We're big on educating people and telling people the benefits of why you should use us, why you should do A, B or C to your vehicle. And then we let you go and make your decision. So with that being said, um, just the Buff and Shine product alone, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the uh, double black product line alone. You know, we use it every day in our business and, and, and we've just seen the profits from it and the results from it. And we just figured, you know, we jump on board and actually, you know, become distributors and, and help grow the brand. So we, it, it, you're an amazing story because you went from a storefront and you're pretty much now you're full on distributor, correct? Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the success story there. Now let's wrap into the let's go to the, the, the big stuff. So, you know, when I met you, you're getting into detailing. Now you've got an empire. You got all these different. You've got different locations, services, mobile. You've jumped into to a new segment of the industry. You've got. You went from, um, you know, not having products to to a storefront, from a storefront to distribution. So you've, you're doing all these exciting things. Tell us about this this empire that you you've constructed one piece at a time. Um, I mean, really, it just started, like you said, one piece at a time. You know, some people try to build businesses and they have these big dreams, which there's nothing wrong with dreaming. But I believe in, in building stuff one thing at one, one step at a time. Um, that way, you know, you can make sure everything is running right. And then once you kind of like kind of like a, a, a eagle raising raising his uh, little eaglets, you know what I mean? Like 
you know, once one's good enough, you feel like he can fly away from the coop and you train him how to fly, you let him go. And then you still got three more in the coop, but you got to train them too. So, you know, that's how we built the businesses. You know, every aspect of our business, not only did I actually get educated on it, but I made sure it was right before we added something onto it. So, you know, we started out with detail and ceramic coatings. Once I felt like we can build on that, then we added window tent. I went to window tent training. Um, so I know how to tent cars. I went to expel PPF training so I can do PPF on cars. Um, the biggest thing I didn't want to do is add something on the business and rely on somebody and, and somebody be able to dangle something in my face and say, hey, look, you got to keep me here because you don't know how to do it. So I always wanted to educate myself on it and then bring it on. So if that guy decides to leave, well, we're still going to tent cars and we're still going to PPF cars with or without you. Um, but, you know, we just slowly added on. And the way we added on is because by demand, you know, we had customers saying, hey, do you know a guy that could do this? Do you know a guy that could do that? And uh, we just seen the numbers going out and realized that we could do it in-house. And, and uh, all our customers really wanted us to do it anyway. They just like, you know, our, our, our customer service, the relationships we build with them. And, you know, they feel like they can't get that anywhere else. So, Hey, Mark, how many, how many locations do you have now? So we've got two locations here in Jacksonville, and then we've got a tent shop in uh, Atlanta. Wow. Okay. And you also, you guys are doing mobile service, correct? Yep, yep. So the thing with the mobile, um, that was the backbone of our business. So what I didn't want to do is basically build a business off mobile detailing and then let it go. I mean, we still have clients that, uh, I mean, we, I just talked to one yesterday that we've been doing since day one, and he still sticks with us. Um, so I didn't want, you know, some people rely on that service. So we just kept that service on and built on that as well. Um, we did find that it's more profitable for us to do uh, more fleet work, you know, for my guys. So we've got a lot of, you know, we got a few fleet accounts with that, which I mean, that's guaranteed money, guaranteed revenue for us. We can count on that every week. Um, we we'll do our maintenance stuff, but most people love coming in. I, I, I like to use this analogy a lot with my customers because, they love it too, but you can go to Ruth Chris and order a steak and you can get it to go. But the experience you get when you're there is just a total different experience. So uh, the yeah. price will be the same, but the experience will be different. So, you know, a lot of our customers just like to come in because of the atmosphere, because they like to see me, myself, they like to see one of my managers and they like that experience. And, you know, that's all we're about is building an experience. You know, I always tell you, tell people that, you know, Walt Disney had a vision, you know, at this theme park, right? And uh, he wasn't the first, man. There's, there's other, there was other Coney Island, all these different locations. But the one thing that Walt Disney understood was making it exactly what you just said, an experience. And you still go to Disneyland compared to other theme parks, and I still think it outperforms all these years later. It still gives you an experience, and detailing is much the same. You know, and I think you've, you've really centered that, you know, and you, you hit on something. I put a note down, always be an expert with your staff. You know, your staff, we have had mutinies through the years. And what the, the staff didn't, you know, most of my staff, 90% were really good people. But every once in a while, you get somebody that's not, you know, they've got an alternative motive. And by you being, you nailed it, while you being, remaining an expert, is that puts you in a really good position. It's not a control position. It's actually a growth position. And what it does, it just keeps the honest people honest. And I, I applaud you for doing that. So um, so now, so so you've got, you're doing wheel repair, correct? Yep. Yep. PPF. Um, you've got your, you've got, you're doing corrections, coatings. But 
you actually ventured in and went into a partnership and started something brand new. Uh, tell us about that. Um, let's see. Your events. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, yeah. So, uh, and that actually goes back to going to uh, events that you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast with uh, um, going to different events, uh, mobile tech, SEMA, um, different events in the industry uh, and meeting people. So, uh, you know, I, I met a few guys just going to events uh, and, and we all started uh, uh, AOD with art of detailing, but AOD uh, car care. And basically what we do is we, we, we handle uh, the logistics basically for lack of a better word logistics of for for porsche or whoever wants to hire us we handle all the logistics of getting the vehicles there getting them clean keeping them fueled up uh, make sure they're ready for the next event getting them loaded back up onto the transport trailer and then uh seeing them off to the next event so uh you know uh reached out to it, it, it's about five of us that are involved into it uh, in it and uh it is turning out to actually be a pretty good good gig for us that's awesome. It was, it was it was great to see you guys, you know, in action out at Monterey. Right. And, you know, you guys aren't dealing with small companies. I mean, these are big name organizations within the oh, yeah. automotive industry. And here's the thing. A lot of people have done it in the past. You're not the first, right? Just like I'm not the first. Transfer, you know, but here's the deal. You know what you guys have done is that you've taken, again, the experience is that and the profitability is that you're providing a great service that people are willing to pay more for that allows you to profitize from it and in the past a lot of people just gave that crap away just to get onto the forums and you know brag about it but you're right. a true entrepreneur you know you don't have time for that shit. And, <laughs> and, I, and i dig it and so you really turned it into it so so hey, then, hey let, me, let me give a shout out to them though because you got you got ryan haddix uh shaman um jason burrell masterpiece um, and I, I want to just reflect back on it. The reason why, you know, they could have easily done this without me. Um, they could have just figured it out and made it happen. Um, but uh, the reason why we, we, we all collaborate is because we all brought something to the table. You know, somebody might be good at uh, logistics. Somebody else might be good at managing people. Somebody else might be good at something else. But all of us brought an at a tribute to, to make this company grow. That way it's not all on one person. And, uh, you know, I think it was a great idea, honestly. No, there's there's a couple. You, you guys have done great. There's a couple great companies out there that do this. Um, and you're definitely one of them. So, hey, Chris, before we uh, get into the takeaway moments, let's make it some impacts. Is that, you know, PNS, we want to thank them. And, and we've, we've been, we, we were on a call yesterday with the, uh, the team. It's, it's hard to believe that we're wrapping up year 60. And, and, I, and I looked back and I reflected on yesterday, last night when I was making the notes to this, of being engaged with people like Mark um, and all the different people in the industry that we rub elbows with. And we are so blessed to be a part of their, their daily lives and their business lives and see them at events. But, you know, I, I want to I I say this. Can you imagine, Chris, if, if – Dave and Bob's dad could come and just take a peek at this thing of what, what, how proud he'd be of his boys, you know, is Mark, you know, you're building an empire right now. Can you imagine, you know, if, if you were the, if your sons had taken, you know, already good company and made it into what they've made it, you know, and, and, and I just, I reflected back just 
the sentimental side of me coming out and saying, man, their dad would be so proud. You know, no, I think I, I think it goes beyond he would be. I think he probably is. And I think he does probably take a peek every once in a while. Yeah, I do, too. It uh, <laughs> I feel the same way. But, you know, I just want to say, you know, it's legacy companies are out there. You know, and I put a post up last night is is no 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 shyness to our 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 partners globally. But right now, America is facing, you know, a pretty big struggle with the supplies. Mm-hmm. And it comes back to, you know, is that you've got to take and demand American. You've got to take and buy American. You've got to build American and you got to support American because we're seeing the results right now that are kind of spooky of what's going down. But, you know, PNS is a proud American company. Uh, we love our international partners, uh, but the struggle right now in our country is pretty real. And so, you know, go out if you've got a supplier that you buy from and they they base their, their manufacturing here in the States. Go out and thank them. Take a couple seconds and thank them. So, you know, right, it, it, come, it comes down to self-reliance, right? I mean, it's important for people to be self-reliant and be able to, you know, take matters into their own hands and take care of themselves. The same thing goes for our country, you know? Absolutely. We can't, we can't be dependent on everybody else. we got to be able to depend on ourselves, too. Absolutely. Amen to that. So, hey, Mark, let's jump into this. So, so talk about, you know, what were some of the decisions that you that that you had to think about in not giving up your full time gig? Uh, you know, there's people I, I use you as an example so many times. Cause there's a lot of people that are in the same boat that you were in or in, in now. And so talk about that of, of why you did it and uh, and just kind of put some nuggets out there. Um, I think the biggest thing, you know, is you just got to be willing to make some sacrifices. Um, you, you know, you got a lot of people who want everything, but they don't want to give up something to get something, you know, but they want it. So, you know, I, I had to make a lot of sacrifices, rather be time with my family or sleep, you know what I mean? And, and then, there, you know, those, are, you know, sleep is just minor to me because I, I could just run all, I'm just, I'm a robot. All my guys look at me like, man, I don't know how you do it. But, uh, you know, um, you know, one of the decisions is, you know, is, by the time I realized that it would make sense for me to leave, um, it didn't make sense for me to leave. I know that sounds crazy, but you know, I'm 13, I'm 13, almost 14 years in, and I'm on the back half of my career now. Um, I could have jumped out early and been like, okay, you know, this is, you know, at four or five years and I could have jumped out and just said, okay, I'm going to just detail full time, which is fine. But I always want to make sure I had a backup plan. You know, I do have children and I, I you know, I do have responsibilities. Um, so then I had to make a decision to to myself and say, hey, if, if I'm going to stay doing firefighting full time and try to run a business, I'm going to have to let go of control a little bit of this business. And I'm going to have to hire the right people to make the right decisions. Um, so that was one of the hardest parts is letting go of that control. You know what I mean? And I'm not a big control freak, but what I mean is, you know, when you have a business, it's like your little baby and you're scared to let somebody wash a car because they can't do it like you. Or, you know, you're scared to let them do this because they can't do it like you. But you have to let go if you want to grow. Delegation can be a bitch. Yeah, and it can be. Um, But, you know, just slowly finding the right people to put in the right positions allowed me to keep both going, honestly, and letting go a little bit. Uh, it it's uh what would you share what's some input you know of doing a a business you know part-time turning it into full-time and then and then carrying a career that 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 that's an interesting dialogue and honestly i i mean 
I, I had a part-time gig for a short time, you know, so I don't understand the dynamics that of what you face. So, you know, what's some hints that you'd give people that are facing that? What's some lessons that you learned? Um, main thing is, like I said, let go a little bit, you know, find the right people in the right position. I mean, and I get, you know, a lot of details that call me and, and, and ask me different questions. I um, mean, I tell them it's like this. So um, imagine being, let's just say we're a football coach. Um, the coach can't coach the game if he's in the game, if that makes sense. Uh, a coach can coach a game looking from the outside of the game. And if you really want to run a business right, you have to find the right people that are going to run that game for you. Um, and if they're not in the right position, you have to find a position that's going to make them accomplish the goal that you're trying to accomplish. Um, you get so many people that play a sport and then they go to a certain coach and that coach says, well, you're not wide receiver no more. You're a tight end. And the guy's like, well, I've been a wide receiver all my life. Well, we need you as a tight end. And that's where I see your skills at. So, you know, I would just tell people to, if, if, if you want to do a dual role business, either find somebody that you can trust um, and, and let go a little bit and put them in the right position. Um, you know, those are my thoughts on that. that that's cool. So what time, what, was there anything that surprised you when you started out in business? Was there something that, that was like, whoa, you know, I kind of didn't suspect that. Um, <laughs> let's see. For me, it was how important yeah. the financial side is, you know? Yeah. Is that making money is important, but I didn't know there was the whole back end of making money, you know? Right, right. I agree with you. I agree yeah. with you on and that. So yeah. Was there anything else that just kind of took you back by surprise and went, whoa, man, you know, this is okay. This is the other side of this thing, you know? I think maybe people's work ethic, because I always knew my work ethic, <laughs> but seeing other people's work ethic, I'm like, okay. I mean, so. It ties your shoes good. in the morning, dude. Right. It, it, that, that kind of took me back. But I think that's it. I mean, you know, with a business, you're always going to have challenges, and, you know, you just got to roll with the punches. For, for me, uh, for me, it was uh... – how how demanding of your time the clients could be like their 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 expectations of of your you know being able to control your time a little bit yeah boy and i'll tell you if you don't if you don't get a handle on that and set some some strong boundaries that will get out of control on you really quick yep real quick so uh what's the best thing you've done for your business through the years what what What's one thing? Is there one thing that stands out there? Like, you know what? That was a good move. Um, glad I did it. You know, was it going to an event? Was it relationship? What What was it? This isn't just because I'm on your pockets, but really going to your training, honestly. Um, I think, you know, I think I remember texting you. I could probably look back at all my texts because I don't delete my texts, but I think I can remember texting you the first day I made $1,000. And yeah. I think you know, that, uh, the biggest thing, I mean, honestly, it was the best thing I did for my business. And I mean, you can attest to this, Ray. There's people that come through your training, and sometimes they go out of business. You know what I mean? And it's not, it's not, it has nothing to do with the training. It has to do with what do you take away from it. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. And I there's, think there's times people come to training and decide not to get into the business because exactly. they realize, you know, holy shit, this is a lot right. more involved than, you know, what it is. So, no, but I mean, seriously, uh, the, the, the biggest thing was, you know, going to your, going to your uh, training, and then I came back. I think, no, the, the, the week I went to your training, it was your book release party. So not only did I get to go to your training, but I was at your book release party, and I met so many people. So um, 
That was yeah, the biggest thing I did for my business because after that we blew up, you know, because I said, okay, this is achievable. You know what I mean? It's almost like, <laughs> I hate to use this analogy, but I use a lot of analogy, but it's almost like, you know, when it, the guy jumps off the cliff, it's like you standing out of like a huge waterfall or something. Somebody jumps off and you're like, and you look over the edge and you're like, oh, he didn't die. So you say, all right, I'm going to jump too. You know what I mean? But what yep. your training did was it gave me that confidence to say, you know what? There is more to detailing than just what I've been doing. And I can grow a business and be it can be a successful business. So Well, thank you. And, you know, we, we have a saying, I say it a lot in trainings now, is that we make suggestions, you make decisions. And you're one of the individuals that made a lot of great decisions. And that's credit to you, not credit to me, is that, you know, you ran out. We gave you, we, 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 we gave you the, 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 the foundation points to go out and build on. And, dude, you just ran with it. You know, so I appreciate the compliment. But it's really all about you. You know, it's your decision making. It's we made those, we made those suggestions and you made some amazing, amazing decisions. Um, yeah, let me, if you don't mind, I touch on something real quick because I get a lot of people that ask me, saying we're talking about events and, and your training, but I think the the and I hate seeing this if, if I look on a forum and somebody asks this question or if somebody texts me this question is, do you think it's worth it? And I want to tell everybody listening, like you can't ask somebody else what an event or what a training will do for them because it may be do it may do something different for you. So don't ever use it i hate i just had to get it all my chest but i hate when people say hey man do you think such and such is worth it or do you think going to mobile tech is worth it or do you think going to SEMA is worth it make it worth it go there and know that you want to leave with something new to bring to your business that's powerful so, that's powerful because yeah. that that's you just surmised everything that i i mean that sentence right there is it's what you make of it man is exactly. it, it, listen is is as i tell the story you could you could dump me in the middle of palm springs in in june uh butt ass naked with not a dime to my name and by that next june i'm gonna have something going and i'm gonna have it going big because i know how to get it going is that and the first thing i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take a network i'm gonna i'm gonna take and use my people skills i'm gonna build trust up in people and i'm gonna get it going and you know, being around, I'll tell you, one of the, the, the coolest things about being around guys like you, being around like-minded individuals. Now, we're not exactly alike, but we're a lot alike. Is the right. way we think, the way we build, our planning, our what we envision, that we're constantly visioning things. We're not holding still. Being around those individuals is a pump up. Being around people that aren't like that is a vacuum. It will suck the life right out of you. So you got to be really careful, um, you know, who you're around. So you got hey, a lot. Hey, yep. Oh, I was gonna say real quick. Speaking of like individuals, um, I've been getting pestered by some guy that really wants to say hi during the podcast. Oh, I, I know who it is. Oh yeah. Hey, I mom. mean, it, it's no uh, no secret, <laughs> right? But um, <laughs> let me. Uh, he he sent over something something special. Let me see if I can pull it oh, up real quick. Brother. Yeah, we got to, we got to, we got to do this. I know exactly who this I'm is already. To see what it is, I know who it is. So. It's part, it's part of the Florida squad, I'm guessing. You know? <laughs> it's, that, that, that's here we go. Cool. Okay, this, here we go. This, this guy, this is his favorite <laughs> picture of you and him. <laughs> I don't even want to ask what the hell. So, 
That was a picture that William had posted, and then <laughs> it was him and his wife. So I, I took his wife's head off and put my head on it and sent it to him. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, and he, he, he's just been running with it. From, from, so from I, I, I think one of the visions that I'll never forget is we're at Monterey, and you and Jamie, you stuck Jamie. Now, for those, I'll give you a, 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 a vision. <laughs> Mark, Mark, how tall are you? 6'3". 6'3", he's a big dude, right? Well, Jamie's uh, a, not a big guy, right? Well, take, Mark takes and puts Jamie into a shopping cart, straps him in there, and then comes out of the store doing Mach 20 with this little <laughs> guy stuffed into a shopping cart. And we had right this somewhere, but I'm going to tell you, when we're around each other, it's nonstop laughs, and Mark, uh, Mark, Mark brings – Mark brings a level of uh, laughter to wherever he goes. We never have a dull moment. So, oh my God, that thing! <laughs> and so, so, I so, with with all with all with all this going on in your life, how how do you how do you bring balance to it? I mean, you've got a family, you've got you know obviously hobbies and a business and a career and all these things. What what the heck? I just try to make time. You know, for I mean, my time. I've grown in that having to be like you, schedule everything. You know. Um, but I do make sure I try to schedule time and, and, and stick to that schedule. So, so what's next for you? What, uh, any, you have plans for another venture or anything you talk about, or are you just kind of working on what you got right now? What's going on next? No. Um, I mean, I, I got some, some ideas in my head, uh, <laughs> but, uh, not really just grow this second location. Um, I mean, luckily, you know, so when we open up the second location, it, it, it's close to our other location. So they're probably five miles apart. Mm. The reason why we opened it up was because we were booking out too far. And, you know, we live in a time now, and, and, and you can attest this really where everybody wants to brag about being booked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but but customers don't, they don't want to wait. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you're dealing with protecting somebody's new investment, six to eight weeks, they're no. not going to No. So, yeah. So we opened up the other shop to kind of take the overflow of our original shop. And then, so we, we plan on, hey, we'll take the overflow, it'll, it'll grow slow, and you know we'll keep moving well. The new yeah. shop is probably performing better than the old shop. So wow. we're kind of looking at maybe opening up a third location or just building a, a, a super large location. Yeah. That's a big, uh, so, um, one piece of advice, if you had one piece of advice, good piece of advice, maybe somebody's given you, what would, what, what would you tell people? What would you leave them with right now? I'm going to give them two pieces of advice. Number one, like you talk about go to the industry, meet people, show your face, um, you know, learn something, take something. Every time you go to an event, my goal was to take one thing back to my business. Now, if I took three things, four things, five things, that was good, but I wanted to take at least one thing. And then the other thing I would say is consistency. Um, stay consistent on everything you do with your business. Um, the same thing you do to get a customer, keep doing that. Um, and, and you'll see the results. Yeah, that's awesome, man. So how do people connect with you uh, social media-wise and all that good stuff? Yeah, you know, we got our website, uh, firehouseautospajacks.com. Um, Instagram is at firehouseautospa. Um, and then at firehouse. Uh, Auto spot details, firehouse detail supply. Um, that's our other handle. Um, and then Facebook's at Firehouse Auto Spot. That's awesome. Well, hey, man, it's always uh, great catching up with you. I'm really proud of you. you. 
tell you that right. enough, but you've done a great job. You're an outstanding human, uh, somebody that I'm, I'm really proud to call a friend and uh, always have fun with you. Um, hey, so we want to do a reach out. What's that, Chris? I was going to say, before we jump off, I have a, a little uh, video, I think, of your new shop. Can I see if it'll play real quick? Yeah, let's see it. I've seen this, but. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, yeah, this is. Yeah, I think we, yeah, we, this is right before we open. Kind of did a quick video. Man, look at that. So the, the goal behind it was just to make it, like you said, create an experience for our customers to make them feel at home. Make them not just feel like, oh, we're waiting on our vehicle and we can't wait to get out of here. Uh, we get so many people that come here now get their vehicle done and they're like, I know my vehicle's been done, but I'm going to just hang out. That's my son up there. <laughs> man, that place is sharp looking. Oh, man. But, yeah, just give it a home feeling, you know. <clears throat> you did that, dude. That is gorgeous. Hey, for, those that are for, for, for those that are listening to the podcast versus watching the podcast on YouTube, go to uh, Mark's social media. I'll leave that. Go over to Mark's social media and check out this video. You want to see a shop done right, uh, this thing is simply amazing uh it's uh, it's unbelievable to watch uh it's unbelievable to see so hey a little tidbit we are going to take in uh with mobile tech this year we're going to make a florida event not just a we're not going to just come down to mobile tech and so uh I'll look at that we want to uh we want to take and uh, make a trip and come up and see you uh we want to hang out with the florida crew and we want to have, and like we do, uh, uh, Mafia, you know, weekend here in, in uh, Big Bear. And how we have a busy weekend, we want to do a Florida weekend uh, while we're down at Moltec. So that's in the planning. So we'll get a hold of you, and we'll figure out whether we have that at your location or we have that at Justin's. Doesn't matter to me, or we have two. I don't care. Yeah, we'll, we're going to come down and hang out with you, dude, and see you and spend some time and and uh, hang out with our, fam our, our Florida family. So cool. With that, hey, special thanks, to, uh, Chris. Thanks for always putting this on. I know you worked really hard for this. Uh, I want to thank Diane. I can't wait to see my wife tomorrow. Uh, we've been away from each other for three weeks today. So, wow. yeah, but, you know, our, it's our little granddaughter, well worth it to help uh, her out, help Delaney and her husband, Malachi, out. Uh, I want to thank uh, the Mafia for always backing us up. Thank all of you for listening. Make sure to subscribe, like, uh, and make a comment down below. With that, thanks, Team uh, Double Black, for all your support. And uh, Mark, hey, it's wonderful uh, to have an interview with you, dude. Proud yeah, of you. Anytime, man. You want to have me back on or anybody have any questions, feel free to hit me up. You know, I'm a, I'm an open book, so whatever you need, yeah. just let me know. Real proud of you, man. So you guys behave. Right. And, hey, everybody, go out be kind to each other. And, uh, you know, think before you write things on social media because some, some, some of you people need to freaking get a life. We'll see y'all. Take care. Happy detailing all. We'll see you next time. Adios.